हेलो फ्रेंड्स नमस्कार मेरा नाम है दिवाकर बोथरा एज यू ऑल नो दिस चैनल इज कंप्लीटली डेडिकेटेड फॉर सिविल सर्विसेज प्रिपरेशंस इन दिस एपिसोड विल डिस्कस अबाउट द स्ट्रैटेजी फॉर सिविल सर्विसेज एग्जामिनेशन 2020 एज यू ऑल आर अवेयर द यूपीएससी अनाउंस्ड न्यू टाइम टेबल where the preliminary exam has been scheduled on 4th october and the mains has been tentatively scheduled in the month of january 2021 coupled with this news i will also like to tell you what has been going in the civil services preparation since 4 to 5 months in last 4 to 5 months students would have started exclusively focusing on preliminary exam the newspaper either the students will not have been regularly read, have have read the newspaper or if they have read the seriousness with which the newspaper would have been read would have been largely lacking above all these in four months the monotonous times where we are not able to meet our colleagues friends family members etc would have also built up the anxiety and stress among the students the way that we prepare now have largely changed comparing it to the previous you know before four months how we prepared there was interactions in our preparations there were discussion there were largely group studies but as we know because of the covid-19 situation the way we prepare have completely changed and altered keeping all these in mind this session will exclusively put focus on the way ahead rather than discussing the past i will try to dwell upon what kind of strategy a student should frame in order to largely attend the civil services examination 2020 but before starting with the details of the strategy i will quote one quote from david hume the quote goes like this He is happy whom circumstances suit his temper but he is more excellent who suits his temper to any circumstances It looks very simple but there are deep hidden meanings in it which according to me is very much relevant in the present times especially in the realm of civil services preparations For the reason of simplicity I have divided the session into two parts The first part will focus upon the strategy for month of June and July and in the second part we'll discuss the strategy about how to go about in the month of August and September as i said earlier majority of the students would have started exclusive focus on the preliminary exam since the exam was scheduled on 31st May since the month of Feb keeping this in mind in June and July we should bring back our focus towards the mains preparations i'm pretty much sure due to the exclusive focus on preliminary exams the optionals and the gs main part would have definitely taken a hit also by keeping in mind the mains timetable which is tentatively scheduled in the month of january a student requires to focus on mains right now because the time allocated is roughly around 3 months 
that is a person will get approximately 3 months after the primary exams and he would have to appear for the mains examination by keeping all these into mind it's very important that the student now should start refocusing on the optional and the gs mains part now coming into the details of the strategy for the month of june and july the first question which pops up in any students or any person who is preparing for civil services examination in his mind is which part of the mains examination should one focus the answer to this is pretty simple if you would have understood the way examination and the marks are allocated to different papers the most potential paper to score marks is the optional subject hence there should be a dedicated focus in these two months that is in the month of june and july towards your optionals because this is the most scoring area which is going to make a difference if you have to get into the holy pdf but not just the optional there are certain parts in the gs main syllabus which if prepared now can help you to revise them in a very easy manner after your preliminary examination to be precise there are certain topics in the gs mains like food processing internal security disaster management location of various industries all these issue on one hand are marks fetching and on the other hand they are often asking it repeatedly year after year hence as of now we have discussed two focus area that is one the optional paper and certain topics in the gs syllabus which can actually be prepared during these times and can help you during your mains examination i would also like to add the third part which could be covered in these times that's gs mains 4 paper 4 ethics i believe that it is the right time to prepare the paper of ethics but the way students have been preparing ethic paper is something which deeply worries me normally a student prepares ethics from any standard textbook be it lexicon or be it any other but according to me the paper of ethic does not require such a huge and vast theoretical knowledge it does require certain basic understanding but the way we preparing it is actually been reflected in the various gs mains scores disclosed we are seeing that the year when the ethic paper was introduced there was a high scoring area at least for the next 2 to 3 years the ethic score was very high compared to other papers of gs in recent times it has become difficult to score in the ethics paper the reason for this is not that the material which is available now but according to me the reason should be lying somewhere else and where that reason lies the reason is what i believe that most of the students have now started focusing on theoretical aspects they are forcefully copying the example from newspapers keeping a manual of it maybe in the form of evernote maybe in the form of certain handwritten notes 
but this is something which is making your answers monotonous try please try to understand this i will suggest you one simple way to prepare the ethic paper in a very easy and at the same time scoring manner what i would suggest is in the next two months take out the syllabus of your ethics paper what i want you to do is every day take one term in your ethic paper which is there in your syllabus for example take the word probity take the for neutrality or maybe code of conduct any the uh, what i really want you to take uh, do is take out one particular topic mentioned in your syllabus and try to understand the deeper meaning of that particular word google it go to wikipedia or go to any other source which is largely available to you and after reading that at least for maybe half an hour or 45 minutes try to jot down the meaning of it in your own words in at least 150 words with this when you understanding that particular topic try to take out some relevant examples which can come from the surroundings in which you are living or maybe the newspaper or maybe any personal experience these examples will help you to understand the topic in a much more applied manner rather than just having a theoretical understanding coupled with this these examples will also introduce novelty and when you study ethics in such a manner what happens is the first point you finish that topic then and there you don't have to often revise it again and again unlike earlier where you were studying it from a particular book which required revision very often secondly in this manner if you study ethics by the end of july at least 50 to 60 topics of your syllabus would be completely sorted out that is at least 50 to 60 terms or subtopics mentioned in your ethic newspaper you will at least have 150 words with the life examples and this will help you to enhance the novelty in your answers so till now what we discussed was that in the month of june and july one should largely focus on the optional part the gs mains certain selected topics coupled with this ethics i would also like to mention a point here that there are certain don'ts which one should keep in mind in these two months there are certain topics or part of our syllabus which should never be touched in these two months for example topics like world history modern indian history culture i will not suggest you to read these topics now you will be wondering why i am saying not to read these topics the reason be for me to say you not to refer to these topic in these two months is specifically this that the topics like modern indian history ancient india or maybe the cultural part in the four months where you prepared for your preliminary exams you would have studied your ancient medieval or maybe the modern indian history so studying the same topic again will largely make the exercise not only monotonous but at the same time will defeat the very purpose of utilizing these two months in the most productive manner 
on the other hand issues like that of world history should be avoided in the times because world history will not require more than 15 days so this can be easily finished immediately after your preliminary exams that is on october 4th when the exam gets over take a break of 2 days study world history for next 8 days and the matter is over then and there if you study now what happens is there are chances that you will often forget world history when you are going to the cycle 2 of your preparation during the month of august and september so there is not going to make any sense studying world history now then forgetting it or not touching that if you study world history immediately after your prelims the world history is at least going to be very fresh in your minds and this was the reason that i wanted to tell you there are certain topics which should be completely avoided during your preparations in these two months with these three and one don't i would also like to tell you the importance of newspaper most of us i am pretty much sure would not have studied newspaper as seriously as we used to do prior to these 4 to 5 months but friends newspaper is the most crucial part for your civil services examinations if you have seen the previous year's papers whether it's paper 1 2 3 or 4 or even your optional papers current affairs have started playing a very tremendous role in fetching you a good marks so i will suggest you that you start establishing back the rhythm of newspaper reading as you used to do it before earlier if you wouldn't have studied newspaper at least i request you to start studying newspaper now because newspaper is something which is going to play a very important part in your scores in your mains as well as in your prelims there is a way to study newspaper at the same time there is a way to prepare notes out of newspaper most of the people often ask the question what exactly should be studied in newspaper whether only the editorial part should be studied in the newspaper or whether only the headline first page second page fourth page etc i will give a detailed discussion on the way to study newspaper not just read it and at the same time how to make notes out of newspaper in my next episode here i will put exclusive focus only on the strategy so till now i will summarize what we have discussed till now in the month of june and july i specifically want you to focus on four different parts your optional certain topics of gs mains ethics and your newspaper i'm just providing a example of how to proceed this in your or in you include this in your day to day schedule suppose if a student is studying for 9 hours a day in such a circumstances the timetable should go something like this as he should focus on his optional for at least 4 hours a day gs main certain important topics may be of 1 2 or 3 or 4 paper 4 3 hours a day ethics should be considered for 1 hour a day and newspaper reading should be approximately 2 hours a day you can change these as per your convenience but irrespective of it i want i request you to at least spend 50% of your time towards your optional subject our goal is to completely revise the optional subject in the month of june and july so that we can build up the rapport with the optional subject or at least 
again built up the familiarity which are optional subject if we would have completed it earlier and the students who have not even started their optional at least it will help them to complete they should focus on at least completing 30 to 40% of their syllabus in these two months coming to the part 2 that is for the month of august and september the focus for august and september should be more on your preliminary examination the reason for this is very simple because the preliminary examination is scheduled in the month of october therefore these two months should be more dedicated towards your exclusive preliminary preparations in this part i will not elaborate much rather than i'll just give you a broad timetable how you proceed in the month of august and september for the sake of example i have divided the month of august and september into four parts four part here means the four different subjects which we'll focus on each day in the month of august and september for example in the month of august we'll focus on four different parts that is optional prelims newspaper and mcqs i've included optional in the month of august where every day optional subject should be read for 1 hour at least and i will request you that if you study in the day then optional subject should be the first thing which you start your day with the reason for this is very simple i have faced the same when i was preparing for civil services that when i used to study sociology the first thing in the morning the level and the analysis which i used to often come out with was exceptional so one hour every day we'll focus on our optional subject whichever the optional subject you choose five hours in a day should be completely dedicated to what your prelims prelims here means the subject or the syllabus of prelims that is geography history economics current affairs etc two hours again will be here for newspaper in which we will not only read the newspaper but we'll also make simultaneous note for newspaper for both prelims and mains and the last thing in your day should be your mcqs i will suggest one hour a person should focus on solving mcqs this is the area where i often face that many of the students largely make a very crucial mistake in the recent times i have seen that students have imp- uh, understood the importance of solving multiple choice questions but my dear friends it's not just knowing what you should do but at the same time you should also know how to do it not just correctly but perfectly in the next 2 to 3 minutes i will try to discuss on how to solve mcqs with the highest productivity but before discussing that i will tell you the mistakes which students make while solving multiple choice questions that is mcqs most of the students largely run in for a rat race at the end of their times to complete 30 40 50 70 or x number of papers such a number of papers largely not only make their preparation less productive but also brings stress into the part 
coupled with this students what often they do is they take a particular tesseries irrespective of the organizations or institutions or freely available materials they take a particular paper they put the watch stopwatch into play and they try to solve that particular 100 mcqs in next to us this is the place where students largely defeat the very purpose of solving mcqs look the point i'm trying to make from this is that first you should be very clear about the purpose why you're solving your mcqs the goal of solving mcqs should not be to judge yourself ke bhai hum kitne pani ke andar hain that should not be your goal your goal of solving mcq should be such that you complete a sort of revision by solving mcqs and at the same time try to learn as much as possible from those multiple choice questions and jot it down in your notes so that in future you can again revise it so when you solve all the 100 question papers at a stretch in the span of 2 hours you often try to focus upon whether you know the answer or not rather than gaining something out of those mcqs and most of the time would have faced that despite solving a particular mcqs in the examinations you could not largely recollect a particular topic i will tell you a better way to solve an mcq and at the same time enhance your content revise the content and at the same time also bring certain easy ways of mechanisms of remembering what you have read through mcqs the first thing which you should keep in mind by solving an mcq is this that the mcqs should not be solved at a stretch that is 100 mcq should not be attempted at a stretch one hour which i have dedicated to mcqs in the month of august is where irrespective of the numbers you should try to solve mcqs maybe 10 15 20 or 25 and understand their explanation in a very crystal clear manner if there are certain questions which have gone wrong you read the explanations at the same time you also read the explanations for the questions which have done correctly because many times the correct answers are done by a guess not because of the right knowledge however most of the students often fear of looking into the explanations for the correct answers because they feel that they might have used the wrong concept to bring the answers and they want to avoid that scenario but friends you can avoid this here but on 4th october this will largely be a mistake which can take you one year back so in short take a particular mcq suppose if i take the question number 1 i try to solve the particular question if i know it i mark the answer if i don't know it i leave the answer immediately after solving the first question i go back to the explanation page understand the complete explanation and put the point in my notebook which i'll be discussing in the next episode how to make the notes so that i can revise it during the time of my revision just prior to 2 to 3 days of the examinations the same thing we do it for the second third and so on and so forth in such manner when you solve a particular mcqs it takes at least 4 hours to solve 100 questions which varies from student to student but at the same time the best part for this is that the quality at which you are solving your mcqs is such that it helps you completely revising the entire subject so our goal of revision 
can be fulfilled by solving MCQs in this. At the same time, what happens is when you read the explanations, there may be three wrong explanations which are given, but at the same time, out of these three wrong explanations which are wrong in the present question, can be right in the context of a question which may appear in the single services examinations. For example, option C may, wrong, may not be right, but at the same time, optional C can give you a particular concept. What happens when you solve MCQs in this manner is, suppose if you solve 30 papers till the time of your examinations, 30 paper consists of 3000 questions, that is one paper consisting of 100 questions, 30 paper will approximately consist of 3000 questions. 3000 questions, if you take an average of every question having three statements, then 3000 questions will approximately have approximately 9000 statements. These 9000 statements in itself, every statement is a concept. So when you solve it this manner, by giving some time to understand the particular MCQs and reading their explanations, you are in a way learning 9000 concepts. And there is a high probability that out of these 9000 concepts, at least 10 or 15 can definitely appear in your paper. And that is where we hit the coal mine. So I hope you understand that there is a predetermined manner of solving MCQs in the most productive manner. So I request you all to change bit the way you prepare rather than the material which you are studying. So again summarizing for the month of August, we have divided the entire day again into 9 hours. You can increase the hours as per your choice, 1 hour for optional to at least revise that optional what you have studied in the past two months. Preliminary examination should be studied for five hours, newspaper again for two hours and MCQ should at least be done every hour, every day, one hour and maybe the last thing in your day. Why last thing in your day? Because what happens by the end of the day, our productivity of the mind comes down. The span of our attention reduces, concentration weakens. So when you solve MCQs, you actually bring back that concentration levels. Maybe also you can try doing MCQs in between your breaks when you feel tired. If you try 4 to 5 MCQs, again your focus rebuilds. Coming to the month of September. In this month, we'll have a complete focus to our preliminary examinations as the examination is fast approaching in the next month. Here, I have divided the day into three parts. But please make a note. Unlike the previous months where we were studying minimum 9 hours, here we are minimum studying for 10 hours. The three parts in which I have divided the day are prelims, newspaper and MCQs. Rough, I have made an example of it where I have allocated 6 hours for prelims, 2 hours for newspaper and 2 hours for MCQs. You can change this as per your convenience, as per your understanding maybe somebody's conventional may be strong so you can have a more time on mcqs and on the other hand if there are a person who are appearing for civil services for the first time they might give more time to conventional part rather than giving it for mcqs but this is something which uh, which is a standard where at least six hours for conventional two hours for newspaper including your note making in newspaper and two hours for mcqs if you can increase your hours from 10 to 11 or maybe to 12 but there are and there can be certain exceptional superheroes who can study for 16 hours but i will request please don't do that 
because i believe that 12 to 13 hours or stretching beyond that will not increase the efficiency anyways but at the same time it will only provide us a psychological satisfaction that we are studying for 16 17 13 or 15 hours so this was basically a strategy which i prepared in order to help you all to use the next 4 months in the most productive manner with this we'll end up this chapter of our upsc diaries but before ending i would love to quote another quote from the writings of confucius the quote goes like this please concentrate on the quote it can definitely make a mark in not only your preparations but in your life the quote goes like this by nature men are nearly alike by practice they get to be wide apart i'll repeat it again by nature men are nearly alike by practice they get to be wide apart this i will just explain it that the books which we study the material which we study everybody of us nearly studies the same thing but the way they do it that makes the difference whether they get selected or not with this i'll conclude the session and i hope the session helped you or will help you to frame a better strategy for notes or demo lectures please do download our app divakar academy god bless you happy studying take care